Hey, I'm Renji, founder of Immersed. If you're trying to figure out how to change the world, follow Madcasters. I mean, the stuff that this guy's talking about is brilliant, man. It will will change the way that you live your life. It'll shape your mind uh, for the better. So tune in. You have just tuned in to the difference makers of a new generation. If you want to learn how to make a difference in your life, if you want the skills in order for you to impact your communities, Madcasters is your podcast. I invite you to get ready because this is the launch pad for you to go mad. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Brian St. Louis, BSL, and we're here with another episode of Madcasters where we learn how to make a difference. I believe that the only way to effectively impact our world is to first progressively change the way that we see ourselves. That mindset transformation will launch us to enhance our holistic lifestyle and subsequently impact the world. So here you will get the necessary tips, stories, and inspiration to learn how to make a difference in your life and in turn impact the world. Be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast. We're basically everywhere from Apple, iTunes, Google, And if you would like to support this channel even more, you can become a Patreon supporter. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Madcasters. And you can choose whichever tier you would like to help support this channel even more. The more supporters we get in this realm equates to more episodes launched every week. And so if you see value in what we're doing in Madcasters, become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to all those who are currently supporting and to those who will be supporters. With us today, we have Renji Bajoy, Techstar alum. He is the founder of Immersed VR, which has partnered with Facebook and Oculus to build virtual reality offices. If you want to find them, you'll find them in the 30 under 30 for Forbes. He is making major moves right now in his career. And you know what? This guy just raised $3.5 million last year. But now, just last month, he raised $6 million through WeFunder campaign in order to continue to back his company and see how they're going to be able to move forward. So it's a great pleasure to have Renji with us today, being able to go into the mind, to hear his story, and to see how he's looking to impact the world as we know it. So welcome, Renji, to a Madcasters podcast, and thank you for coming on to our show. I really want to dig in a little bit differently than where you might typically go. I want to know the man behind the genius. So why don't you tell us just a little bit more about yourself, Renji? Yeah, I don't know about genius, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, about myself. So, I mean, man, I'm a, I was born in New York, um, Queens, New York. Up. My uh, family moved to the suburbs of Georgia when I was uh, eight years okay. old. And so very different from diverse New York. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then when I was 18, I moved into the city for um, college. So I went to Emory for undergrad. I went to Georgia Tech for grad school. But while I was in grad school, I had started working as a software engineer. Mm. And uh, yeah, like I, I remember initially in undergrad, I was actually pre-med. Um, I I took the MCATs. I applied to med schools. I was waiting to hear back from med schools. But um, while, while I was waiting to hear back from med schools, uh, it was like a nine month process to hear back. And so right. during those nine months, I started just working as a software engineer because I knew how to code and mm-hmm. I loved my job. So I was like, man, I'm not going to med school. So uh, <laughs> my parents were super upset. 
uh, yep. you know, you know, Indian typical Indian culture is go be a doctor or a lawyer. Um, right. but for me, like I just, I loved being a software engineer. And so, uh, for them, they obviously were super upset, but ended up, uh, now they're happy, but okay. Uh, That's me, what I was about I, to ask that. <laughs> yeah, no, now they're happy, but it's cause like, uh, I, I, I just didn't, I'm not a typical software engineer. Like, mm-hmm. um, even in the different jobs I had, I really tried my best to stand out. I really wanted to, uh, climb the corporate software engineering ladder. Um, and so within about, uh, I, I mentioned this online a couple different places, but like, uh, within about two years, I had seven different jobs as a software engineer. I was, uh, kind of all over the place, meaning mainly because I wanted to just learn new things. I wasn't trying to make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, uh, learning like new that. things and, and, you know, broadening your, your horizons or your skill sets and, uh, having more and more responsibilities, uh, it comes with more pay. But, and, and I didn't realize that, um, God was using that in order to have me be able to save up a lot of money in order to jump ship and start, uh, my own company. And, uh, yeah, here we are today. Fast forward to, uh, I guess f- six years later, um, from when, from when I quit my last job, um, yeah, building immerse, which is obviously like a, I mean, it's, it's been super fun, man. Like we went through a program in 2017 called Techstars, uh, mm-hmm. which we're super grateful for. It's one of the world's uh, top accelerator programs. Um, main direct competitors of Y Combinator, which is pretty well known too. Companies yep. like uh, Airbnb, Dropbox, Reddit, Twitch, Stripe, those came out of Y Combinator. Companies, wow. like, uh, companies like Uber, Twilio, SendGrid, ClassPass, they all came out of Techstars. And so <clears throat> Techstars definitely uh, was a super uh, helpful program about... Uh, 10,000 companies worldwide had applied to Techstars the year that I got in and only mm-hmm. 10 of us got into the program. So it was wow. definitely uh, just the chances. I mean, 0.1% of companies got into that program. Um, so it was nothing Jeez. sort of God's grace that we even got in, man. So, uh, but we were surrounded by brilliant, you know, uh, founders around me, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ivy League, you know, Harvard, MIT, Stanford, brilliant founders. Uh, some of them had already sold their first company and were working on their next one. Right. Whereas for me, I was non-Ivy League and, you know, first time founder. So, I was definitely the underdog, uh, but had learned a ton through the program. Um, and Techstars companies have, uh, so generally in, in tech startups, um, there's a 96% failure rate, but out of Techstars companies, or so startups that get into the Techstars program, it's actually a 14% uh, failure really? rate. And so, That's, yeah, it's pretty, it's what's pretty crazy. The, yeah. Like, why is that such a big disparity between those and yeah. Techstars? Yeah. So Texas companies are, I mean, so number one, it is the top 0.1% out of yeah, fair crazy, enough. uh, but number, uh, number two, uh, they do, uh, set you up with a really strong support system. So that mm-hmm. you have a lot of, uh, uh, VCs who, um, you know, if you have the Techstars label on your company, every VC wants to to take that meeting. Um, every VC is trying to figure out how to get their money into a Techstars company. As long as you have a good head, head on your shoulders and you're not like some sort of lucky company that got into Techstars. Yeah. Fair, um, fair and then enough. also, yeah. And then also, um, yeah, I mean, which with every, it's not to say that there are no failures. Definitely, you know, fourteen percent of companies fail, and and two out of our, uh, two out of the ten of my class already failed. So hopefully, that means by by default, it means we'll be successful. <laughs> You're already there. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, because you know, there are times when we were on the verge of failure too, man. Like even about True. a year ago, I was planning on shutting down Immersed, and really two months later, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like about a year ago, I was thinking like, man, is it worth the time and effort? Like people are taking forever to work from home. Like, yeah, it's kind of growing a little bit, but it's taking forever. And then two months later, COVID hit and everyone was working from home and then everything exploded, which was nuts. Uh, this is like perfect time. In <laughs> Cause I, I, um, I tried to get in on your WeFunder deal and, yeah. um, and I, I put in the amount, but I actually just got an email not too long ago saying that I didn't get in because oh, it got uh, canceled. Yeah. Because of so many other people who, cause oh, remember man. when your deal yeah. came through, 
yeah. I didn't know about you. I didn't. I didn't know oh, anything yeah. about what was going on. So we just signed on to Wayfunder, and we see that you already raised the one point zero. So I was like, "What? The, I was like, what company is this?" <laughs> yeah, so, it, it so, blew up. Yeah, yeah. How much? How much did you raise in that time period again? What What was it like? Yeah. Uh, so we were. So within about four hours, we hit the million dollar mark. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, and then the next couple of days, we hit two million. But we actually couldn't take. It was actually two point two million that we ended up uh, yeah. closing on. But we actually couldn't take about a half a million of those uh, right. dollars. So I mean, I guess you were part of the half part, million. Part, man, part, my bad. It's all good, man. Yeah, I'm but, still I mean, gonna support it because I, I love yeah. what you're doing, man. No, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I mean, so we're actually we'll be, we'll actually be opening up another one uh, next month. So hey, you got uh, hey, to get on to that one, bro. Which, which platform? <laughs> Uh, we funder as well. We funder yeah, okay. um, again. Definitely it, not missing that. <laughs> yeah, not for sure. No, it, it's uh, it, this will be a much larger raise, ma- mm-hmm. raise mainly because since our last we funder, we have twenty uh, x our weekly active users and seven wow. x our revenue. So it's like it's been freaking growing yeah. like crazy, which has been really cool. Uh, we landed partnerships with not just Oculus, you know, Facebook, but also right. with HTC, which is you know their direct competitor. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, about a late, later conversations with Microsoft. So this next raise is going to be freaking nuts, man. And, and obviously, oh. like since uh, we have a much larger following because we have a lot more users, yeah, and then also right. um, because of the Forbes traffic as well, um, there's a lot of investors and a lot of people trying to get into this next round. So this next round is going to be pretty crazy, man. But we're right. we're we're actually going to be. Uh, shooting for seven and a half million, so this will be a much okay. larger round. Oh, so um, yeah, that'll be. But it, it, but the only thing is, it doesn't mean there's a lot more room be, because right. people <laughs> who were planning on investing one k last time, this time are like, "Yo, I'm going to put in like fifteen k this time," because yeah. like it's a lot less de-risked, right? Like it's true, or sorry, true. It's, it's a lot less risky. Uh, and then also, Sovereigns Capital, one of the uh, VC firms that are funding us, they're going to be putting in uh, probably like around two million themselves. Mm. So that already takes a pretty pretty big chunk already. Okay. So this next round is going to be. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we close on seven and a half million within that first day as well, and then just kind of close it, man. So uh, we're really excited about it because that means we can go from fifteen people up to now probably twenty five, thirty ish, and and technically we could become a fifty to seventy five person company. But I don't want to grow too quickly uh, prematurely because a lot of startups make that mistake and mm. uh, they end up not being able to uh, fulfill the dreams or, or the goals that they were trying to achieve. So Fair for enough. us, we definitely want to take a, a wise route. But but yeah. Let me let me ask you, man, because during your tech star um, into uh, not interview your tech star presentation, you actually made a statement how uh, you want that immersed VR to to have this this potential to impact the world as we know it. What exactly mm-hmm. does that look like for MS, immersed VR? Yeah. So um, as of right now, we're on VR platforms like Oculus, but um, long term, the type of platform that most people are going to adopt are going mm-hmm. to look like the glasses on your face. It's literally just going to be glasses, uh, Facebook glasses, Apple glasses, and in your actual lenses, you'll be able to see virtual objects, right? And so Immersed mm-hmm. is trying to build a product where uh, you teleport to the virtual office by putting on a pair of Facebook glasses or Apple glasses year after next when those things get released. And so, um, yeah, I mean, long-term, if we're able to build a product that uh, completely removes the need for any sort of commute, mm-hmm. we're changing literally the world. The, the reason why people live around major cities is mainly because those large corporations in those cities are their job. And so they right. live... Like they commute into the city, like even during COVID, like Austin's traffic has picked up like crazy because people are now getting back into the office. And so mm-hmm. um, if we're able to remove the need for any sort of commute, especially now that people have tasted uh, what it's like to actually work from home and the convenience of it. Uh, I mean, dude, like even just thinking about how uh, uh, Uber, for example, like, you know, yeah. five years ago, uh, whenever I would fly through JFK or LaGuardia in New York, um, you know, back when Uber didn't have their own section in the airport, you know, cars were flooding the 
uh, passenger pickup lane. But sure. because of how inefficient it was, uh, JFK and LaGuardia now had to uh, change it so that there's an Uber section of the airport. It's so crazy. And that's at every airport, right? Yeah. It's so crazy to see how something as small, quote unquote, as an app on my phone yep. can make uh, government run entities like airports have to change the way they function. And so that's likewise, amazing. if everyone works from home, I mean, you better believe it's going to change the way that society works, right? People don't have to be localized around major cities anymore. They can live in the Shire in New Zealand and have just a super Mm -hmm. chill, uh, you know, home life. And then whenever they need to go to work, put on a pair of glasses and you can teleport to, you know, the Google Mountain View office without having to physically be there. So this, it's a crazy new world that we're moving into, man. And so I'm really excited to build it. Wait, so I have a question though with that. Um, do I have to take off my glasses in order in order for me to, to see in the VR or would I be able to have some 2020 vision out of nowhere with that? Uh, it's crazy because Facebook is actually working on this where you're not going to need glasses. Like that will be your glasses. <laughs> yeah, so bring you to tears, man. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's amazing. I mean, you're, you're building some serious uh, life-changing technology and I feel like uh, it's, you know, in the next, let's even say in the next two, three years, your name is mm-hmm. going to be known to the, to the masses, <laughs> to the world. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be real. Uh, yeah. As this continues, we're not even going to say if, when this continues on it and mm-hmm. continues to build, your name is going to be well known to the masses, to the world. I, guess I, don't really, I don't really think about that that often, but I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so yeah. my, my question is this, what even brought you to want to do something like this? Like what, mm-hmm. what was the... What was the the mindset? What was the the yeah. understanding that was just like, you know what? I feel like I need to bring this to the world. What what made mm. you get to that? Yeah, it was mainly because I had experienced this problem myself. Meaning, mm. uh, so back before COVID, right? So uh, back in 2015 and prior, uh, 2016 and prior, uh, I've every software development team I've ever been on or had led had pretty much 50% of our team was remote. Mm -hmm. Like they were working from home or they were overseas or whatever. And so we as software engineers on this side of the table had to figure out how to collaborate with people on the other side of, you know, the zoom call or back then it was Skype was the main thing. Um, And so, which no one uses now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I know. Right. (laughs) I feel bad for Microsoft. They spent too much money on Skype. Um, But (laughs) anyways, like back then, man, we had to figure out how to use Skype to work with people. And it just was not the same as those of us who were in the office. Cause those of us who Mm. were in the office, we had all of our screens around each other. We sat around each other. If we ever needed to help, like, like, I, if I need to help my guy over here, or my girl over here, like we could just like, I could slip, roll over my chair. I could point and click. I can take over their keyboard. I can right. whiteboard with them. It's just so much more collaborative when you're in person. When you're remote, you can maybe share one screen right, and it might right. lag. It's probably going to lag. And so that being said, man, being able to build uh, a product that makes the remote um, situation feel like in person that's the product I wanted to build. Mm. If there's any sort of way to bring uh, the in-person collaborative experience to remote teams, uh, that really does ultimately uh, bridge the gap for people who work all around the world and cannot relocate um, for whatever reason, right? Some pe- and even just think about people who are uh, immobile and, and handicapped and not able to uh, travel to for, travel for their jobs and stuff that's like true. that. This will enable them to be consultants at Deloitte when previously because of their physical inability, they weren't able to do that. And at mm-hmm. the same time, it's going to give uh, companies access to global talent, right? So you're not going to have to just focus on the people who live around you, but now you can p- 
po- uh, poach or hire people from all over the yeah. world yeah. Uh, for for and and now companies have to figure out a way to be the most compelling company, whether it be employee benefits or working on the coolest products. And I think I think at the end of the day, uh, a lot of companies lean on the fact that they're local. Uh, they're local somewhere, meaning uh, there are companies in like. Boise, Idaho or something, right? And they can only hire people who live in Boise, Idaho, right? Mm. And you're not mm-hmm. going to get access to the world's best talent if you're in Boise, Idaho only. But with Immersed, now we level the playing field. You can live wherever you want and you can work wherever you want. So that's a world that we're really excited to build, man. I, I, that's amazing. And But for the most part, I just, want, I just want to be clear too, with Immersed VR, is it s- specifically staying within the workplace or is it going in are you doing any sort of movements into let's say the um like family relations or being able to to connect with people um mm-hmm. let's say i have a family member in in africa or italy or whatever the case may be is mm-hmm. that is is it main is it mainly for the workplace only so uh to start with we definitely need to be hyper focused but as we grow as a company i wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if we broaden some of our use cases i mean uh okay. people use immerse today for more things than just work. Some people watch movies together in VR, right? They just okay. have a computer screen up and you know they're side by side as if they were at home watching Netflix together. But instead, That's they're watching cool. Netflix and VR together, right? So like um, it just sort of depends on how people find creative uses for it. Like uh, for us, it's not just workplace collaboration that um, we we create our product for. Like there are coding boot camps that were that happen in VR. We have teachers and tutors and things like that who kind of sit side by side. So really it really comes down to whatever you do on a computer you can do an immersed. And so immersed is really just an mm. extension of your computer. It's just, it makes your computer turn into a supercomputer by pairing your headset to your MacBook, PC, or Linux computer. Um, it'll spawn five screens instantly without any additional hardware necessary. And then on top of that, you can take that portable work solution, like your laptop and your headset to your couch or your porch. Or if you're on the road, if you're in a camper van or something like, you know, in the middle of nowhere, right. you could have five screens with you at all times without having to worry about uh, carrying a bunch of monitors with you, right? So uh, for us, like it really comes down to using uh, immerse really for anything that you do on your computer. Mm. I remember when I saw your your uh, Instagram video where Screen you team. had, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 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 and I was just like, oh man, these guys are it's, it's pretty amazing. I love what you went down. The, the guy went down. I think it was you went downstairs. And he had your VR. The other guy's like crabbing a whole bunch of computers and screens. And I was just yeah. like, okay, they're really, they're really making sure they show you yeah. what they're really doing to, to, to make that difference, man. I, I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was one of my friends, uh, Bobis, who was the uh the other guy. So he was the the other Indian guy in there. A couple right. people were like, hey, you, you look kind of different. I was like, no, nah, it's not me. It's just another bearded brown man. But right, right. <laughs> the uh the main uh the main character was Gavin. He was one he's yeah. our, our our account executive here at Immerse. But um cool. I think for a lot of people after that video, it kind of drilled home the idea of having portable monitors because people were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal. What? Like, I could just sit at my desk." But once they saw mm-hmm. Gavin moving around and the other guy bringing his screens with him, mm-hmm. it, it made it, it made it click a little bit more. It, so I it mean, made me gonna... click absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's great. I'll, I, I'll tell you this: they're gonna call you an overnight sensation. That's point yeah. blank. They're gonna call you an overnight sensation at some point. They're gonna be like, "Look at this guy. You know, he he was able to do this and X, Y, and Z." But we all know it doesn't happen overnight. We all know four this, years this, so this far. Yeah. four years. Oh, so for you, so it's been four years. What have those four years been like for you? And, yeah. and not just like, uh, and when it comes to the business itself, but like, how did it feel with your mental health? How did it deal with yeah. your relationships with, with your family or, and yeah. are you're, are you married or no? 
Yeah, I have a wife. Uh, I have no a kids wife, yet. no kids. So yeah, so how did that impact your relationship with your wife and and yeah. all of that? Yeah, yeah. So um, the first three years w- was definitely rough from a personal mental uh, perspective, meaning mm. mainly for like, man, I remember in a grade school, right? In grade school, you're like stressed out because the homework is due or a project is due. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's like times a thousand. And so it's like, uh, it's part, it's, it's kind of like, hey, like if I don't finish my homework, I won't have money to feed my family. It's like yeah. a totally yeah. like next level <laughs> right. sort of thing, right? Because yeah. I have no one who I can rely on for a paycheck. Right. I have to figure out a way to make money. That's real. And so uh, That's it's real. very, very different from any other job I've ever had. Um, it, like I think the maybe another analogy is when you're in uh, undergrad, uh, you when you're just in school or maybe not even necessarily undergrad, but just grade school or undergrad, mm-hmm. uh, and you have a teacher or a professor, and you know you're doing the homework or you're figuring out a problem, uh, you know that there's an answer that your teacher can give you if you don't really know how to figure it out. They can kind of walk you through that when mm-hmm. you. When you jump ship from, or when you not jump ship, or you know, a lot of people in my space, they they don't finish school, so they're just yeah, like, forget school, I'm going to build a company. And so, like, <laughs> but when you graduate or jump ship, whatever, um, and then you go to a company to get a job, and you're just mm-hmm. an employee there. Uh, similar paradigm where it's like uh, it's a little bit more complex. You can't just go to your manager for answers because you still have to figure it out, right? Like you're right. trying to provide some sort of service on behalf of your company whether it be a software engineer or designer or whatever, you have to kind of create or you have to use your brain a little bit more creative way. Even if you're an accountant, you still have to figure something out. Right? Your, your job is not fully automatable just yet by AI or whatever, right? You have to mm-hmm. put in some sort of effort. And so you can't just go to your manager and be like, hey, can you do this work for me? You have to do it yourself. And so going from being a student under a teacher who can kind of help, you know, help figure things out, whatever, really has the answer. Then going to a job where your manager's not going to do your work for you, you're, the next progression from that is, okay, now you don't have a job with a manager. Now you have to create a job. You have no manager. You are mm-hmm. your own manager. You have to figure out how to build some sort of service and like your company has to make some sort of revenue or you have to get funding or something and figure out how to have a paycheck to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that point, my point being, it's sort of that similar progression is sort of the next step now. It's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm no longer an employee at a company. Now I have to build this thing and provide paychecks yeah. for my employees and, and, and ultimately provide for my family. So that being said, man, the first three years of that, of building Immerse, um, was extremely difficult, man. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't easy by any means. Like uh, building a company is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, especially I remember looking back those first three years, I was like, man, why do I have to build a company this hard, man? Why don't I just like build a website or something? Like, you know, something way, uh, <laughs> yeah, building a VR product. I mean, it's like, I, so I come from the web development uh, world and building websites is like, yeah. it's, it's a lot easier than building a, a world, right? A virtual true, visual true, true. world totally different the way like there's there's you're, it, it involves physics and crazy deep math a lot of very difficult things that people don't even think about um whereas on a website you're not really worrying about physics bro you're just no. talking about like layouts and colors and stuff yeah um but when you get into the virtual world you're talking about legit physics like the rotation of the earth the movement of the screens the flexible the the, the, the flexible uh bending of the screens things like that it's just things you don't really think about right and so uh and it makes me think about man God is next level because he built our earth, our planet. And I'm true. like, man, I'm struggling with this like little virtual world. God, <laughs> God built reality. He built the right, universe, man. Right, right. Like, I got I got nothing to complain about, right? But uh, <laughs> anyway, so that being said, it was obviously very difficult to build things and let alone figure out how to monetize it. We, mm. we made our first dollar in summer of 2019. So uh, coming up on, I guess, a year and a half ago. And that was kind of, it was, it was a big victory because it took a long time for us to, number one, build the product. The first, good. Uh, yeah, the first two and a half years, not making a single penny on our product and just you know, heavy R&D, heavy R&D. Then two and a half years into it, 
making our first dollar. And then from there, figuring out how to ramp that up. Um, but as far as like, man, my, my wife was super supportive all along the way, man. Like I think that, uh, especially being a solo founder, uh, I didn't have a co-founder to lean on. And mm. that being said, like my, my wife essentially had to help, uh, with a lot of that emotional support. And, and I'm super thankful that she's, uh, not a wife who's extremely demanding on time. Mm. And, and, and like for her, it's kind of like, uh, she, I mean, for her, the, the times that we do spend together, like, Honestly, for me, because I sleep five hours a night and that feels like eight hours to me, whereas mm. she sleeps 10 hours a night and that feels like eight hours to her. Like she <laughs> sleeps literally double what I do. And so I get an extra five day, five hours a day, which is you know, an extra yeah. 35 hours a week to work on my stuff. And she doesn't there even realize go. I'm working there on my you, stuff. There you go. <laughs> She's just sleeping, bro. So like uh, because of that, like whenever we have dinner together, like for me, I put my work on hold. Then, Good. you know, she, then Good. we eat dinner, she, she, uh, gets ready for bed. She goes to bed and I, I work a couple more hours and then I go to sleep and then I wake mm. up before her, I work out. And then by the time I'm done working out and I'm about to shower, she wakes up. So like I lived a whole other world by the time she woke right. up, but like exactly. <laughs> things like that, man, really do help. Um, and, and I think that like, especially having a wife who's so gracious, uh, mm. who <clears throat> understands that what I'm building is very difficult. And like, mm-hmm. uh, she knew that before she married me, she knew that cool. I'm not going to be an ordinary person. Like she, uh, so to be real, before we got together, um, I was trying to stay single the rest of my life. I don't know if oh, that's wow. like an interesting fact. Most people don't know. I actually didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to get married. Like I, wow. uh, I had a, a really destructive, uh, former relationship. Mm. And, uh, for me, I was like, man, I think I'm just kind of done with women. And so like, uh, for me, I was just like, I mean, I remember my pastors at my church would sit me down and be like, look, that's a very heavy decision. I don't know that you should stay single the rest of your life. These other ladies are looking for a husband. You need to like boo one of them up. And I'm like, yo, chill, man. I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to live my life, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, anyways, man, I remember, uh, when I met my wife, bro, I just, I had noticed that she was so different from any other woman mm. that I'd met. Um, I say, you know, I have two sisters and a mom, like I know, uh, to a certain extent what a lot of women are like, but like, and obviously like a bunch of ex-girlfriends, whatever. And when it comes to my wife, she was just so unique and so different. Like I knew for her, she, uh, would only enhance the mission that I'm on. She wouldn't Mm. be a drain or a drag on that mission. And and that was mainly why I just didn't want to enter another relationship because most women I'd kind of dealt with were sort of a drain or a drag on my mission. And like, uh, I, I, I understood what, what Paul meant when he said it's it's his opinion, but it's better not to marry. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, uh, but when I met my wife, I was like, actually, you know what? This is actually like completely different. Um, I see, uh, I see what God intends for Mm -hmm. marriage when I see my wife, like she helps paint a better picture of uh, the relationship between Christ and the church. Uh, than any other relationships I've ever seen, bro. Like my marriage, uh, has, is the best marriage I've ever seen. Like I don't want to brag about that, it, but yo, like, that, no, that's I amazing, love, man. For I you love, to say that, that that's yeah. that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I'm super thankful for it, man. Like she, man, she serves like crazy, bro. Like mm-hmm. uh, people in the community love her. Like she just, mm-hmm. man. She's just been such a blessing to even the people on my team. They're like, yo, bro, you gotta, we gotta hire your wife, bro. And like, what team says that? What team tells their True. CEO, hire your wife? Like, hire most people wife, are like, no, yeah. please, please don't hire your wife. Away. That's freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, awesome, but man, man like, it, I, I'm just super grateful for the fact that, like, she's also extremely humble, man. Like, she mm-hmm. just doesn't, I know for some people, like, uh, the, the, we, we I'm not famous, but like, there's like a li- little sort of, uh, I guess, um, uh, level of, of of reputation or fame that's now ever since this Forbes in the Facebook yeah. partnership Forbes stuff yeah. we funder stuff whatever um I've been noticing some dudes acting weird around me I'm like I'm just a dude <laughs> you don't need to act yeah, weird around yeah. me like uh and yeah. for my wife it doesn't affect her at all man for her she's just like 
is That's what it great. is. Let's 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 run this race. So um, she does understand what the implications are long term for being married mm-hmm. to a person like me who's going to have to be under a lot of fire, man. Like there's been some like weird stuff that's happened. I've had to block a lot of uh, people on Instagram. They're just like mm-hmm. mad weird. And so uh, my wife, she understands that that's the reality of the of the uh, situation we're in. But she realizes this is a mission that we need to accomplish, and there will be distractions along the way, which is why it's so important for us to uh, focus, man. So uh, I'm awesome. thankful for her like crazy. Yeah. I'll say this, man. Um, I remember I was talking to, or actually, we were doing a, a program, and one of the pastors he he made this this um, statement. He said, "You need to marry someone. It's good to have someone, of course, who's on who's who's a who's a Christian. You know, um, has the same beliefs as you and everything of the sort. But you also need to marry someone who's on the same mission as you, yeah. Because one person may be going east and the other is going west." Yeah. And, 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 you know, they, they may have the same beliefs and everything of the sort, but it's not in the same mission. They're not in the yeah. same vehicle. So the mere fact that you have that, I think is amazing mm. for yeah. you, for your wife, for your, for your company, because yeah, man. your mental health, your growth, your, your relationship at home is going to express itself, um, in, in what you do in your, in your yeah. company and everything in immersed VR. So man, it's, it's a blessing to know that it's not just the 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 company that's growing but mm-hmm. other aspects of your life is also growing yeah well. and also uh a- a- <clears throat> i think it's amos uh a-m-o-s i think it's amos uh three three says mm-hmm. how can two people walk together if they don't mm-hmm. agree on the that's direction right. that's right right like Love you're that. not walking yeah. together if you don't that's agree right. on direction like you're going different directions man so yeah. i think same thing with my wife man she was more so she didn't really know exactly where she, I mean, and she's a beast, bro. She could have done her own thing. Like mm-hmm. she was valedictorian of her high school. She wow. had a 4.0 all the way through college. Wow. Um, she was recruited to become uh, an auditor at Ernst & Young, which is one of the big four, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, tax accounting slash auditing um, consulting companies. Mm-hmm. And she was on trajectory to become a partner. And so like wow. she could have gone, which obviously like partners, they're literally millionaires. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at, at Ernst. And so like she could literally have picked that life and we could have just gone our own route, but for her, she wanted to lay all that down and do what I'm wow. do what I'm doing. And so I'm like, yeah, you're blessed, uh, brother. Man. You're blessed, man. Yeah, she definitely signed up for uh, a difficult mission, but uh, mm-hmm. she had decided, hey, like, I want to be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, cool, because if I'm ever going to marry anyone, I want them to be a stay at home mom. <laughs> like, partly because you know I don't want my kids in uh, in, in daycare and just you. school. I don't I don't I don't want that to be sort of like default parenting. I definitely I want you, yeah. uh, my wife and I to be the ones to parent our kids, man. That's so. Good. Um, Lord willing, someday that we have kids and like, as we start adopting and things like that too, man, like I definitely want us to be very involved parents, man. And so like, uh, and, and man, I'm looking forward to her, uh, homeschooling our kids so we can have mm. some little, you know, Renji musks running yeah. around the house. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> that's yeah, great, man. man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm not, you know, that's not to say they're going to be homeschooled their entire life. Obviously like right, I want them to right, go to high right, school. Right, I want right. them to play sports and like, absolutely. Stuff, but yeah, man. Look, I, w- I want to finish with this, man. Um, you, you've mentioned God quite a bit um, throughout this interview, and, and I want—I just want to know the role that God has played in your life and how yeah. that has impacted you as a yeah. person and also to build Immerse VR. So why don't you talk a little bit about that before yeah. we, we close off here? Yeah, I mean— I think a lot of people sort of talk about like, yeah, man, God is first, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. but for me, man, like God's not just first. He's literally everything. Thank you. Um, and, w- and what I mean by that is like um, God is not someone who's on my priority list, bro. I He's not someone who I rank as number one. He is. <laughs> bro, okay. I, I don't. I, okay. I'm so sorry. The, yeah, go ahead. The go reason ahead. why the reason why I'm bugging out right now is because <laughs> I've been saying this since I was 19 years old. 
to right. not put God as a checklist on yeah. your life. He yeah. can't be number one on your list. He has to be mm. everything. Mm. And I'm actually writing a book on this. So like the wow. mere fact that you're saying that right now is just like, <laughs> oh my goodness, that was amazing. Sorry, man. Yeah. Continue, bro. No, you're good. You're good. I had no idea you were you were uh, you would say that or that you were thinking that. And and honestly. I think it's literally the first time I've ever said this. Uh, so that's why I just feel like it's the Holy Spirit at work, man. Yeah. Um, I, I've wow. never thought of this before. I think literally just you sitting here, Holy Spirit's like, all right, Renji, speak Brian's, uh, Brian's <laughs> <thing."> real quick. <laughs> uh, and so uh, that's literally what's happening right here right now. Wow, um, that's amazing, man. Yeah, man. Like I, as I think about it, man, like I, I know who I was before I came to the faith, man. I came to the faith about 10 years ago when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And like, I, uh, I know who I was before that, man. I, that's why like when it comes to, uh, people telling me like, oh man, like it's really surprising that the Forbes stuff's not getting to your head or like any of that stuff. If for me, I'm just like, dude, who am I? Like even mm-hmm. whether or not I get Forbes, like whether or not Immerse has a big multi-billion dollar exit, whatever, who am I, dude? Like mm-hmm. I'm not taking none of this with me to heaven, bro. And like at the end of the day, That's man, right. like I That's know right. that I'm a sinner saved by grace. Like I need Jesus just as much as, yeah. as the next dude. Um, and so when it comes to anything that I get to work on in life, man, it is nothing short of God's grace. That I get to do any of this stuff, man. Yeah, like the way that. that I get to live life, the way that the people who I have in my life, all of that is nothing short of God's grace. Man, I have nothing to complain about. And no one here on earth has anything to complain about. I, the other day I, I heard someone say, um, a believer say, uh, man, God's never, God's never shown his love to me. And I'm like, bro, the fact that the mere fact that you even said God in a sentence, like <laughs> the fact that you know who God is, and, that is God's grace, man. The fact so that you real. have breath in your lungs, the mm-hmm. fact that there's blood pumping through your veins, all of that is God's grace, man. Mm-hmm. Like you could, out, out of all the different, like, uh, I guess, zygotes in your mom's stomach that, or your mom's uh, womb mm-hmm. that could have died and fell away. Like God had graced you, uh, given you enough grace upon grace upon grace for you to even be born. The amount mm-hmm. of like places along the way that you could have, that things could have quote unquote gone wrong, mm-hmm. man, God, like the amount that we don't realize that God takes care of us, man, it blows my mind, man. Like we're like, even just driving on the, on, uh, on the road, for example, pe- people take for granted how crazy that technology is, uh, kind of showered in God's grace. You're driving a, uh, two ton, you know, 4,000 pound vehicle, no the right. metal projectile going 70 miles per hour. Somehow you make it to your destination without dying. It's like, dude, everything is, is god's grace man. man so everything. that being said man as i get to build immerse as i get to lead this team man all this stuff is everything is god's grace man so that that's why i'm like god ain't just number one bro he's everything bro and yeah. like yeah man that being said like i think that people are just extremely uh blinded people meaning i'm just being mm. real people they just they're so calloused by what the world teaches them what culture teaches them like man yolo not, not yolo bro like <laughs> like i know it's like it's i think like was it like lecrae or someone says like you only get judged once it's like right uh it's 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 it, that's what it really is right meaning uh i think people are just living life so blind right now and although there are some people who uh, probably see, you know, with co- God's common grace, see things, see life in, in a different sort of lens. Like even guys like Steve Jobs, for example, although he wasn't a believer, he mm-hmm. saw life in a different lens and that is God's grace. Meaning he, uh, yeah. he was just like, look, life is just not meant to just live in this little box. Um, life is meant to be bigger. And obviously like he invented Apple, like, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, guys like Elon Musk, like he's, they see things way more. And Elon Musk, I appreciate the fact that he says, I mean, there's got to be some sort of intelligent, intelligent design. He's not yeah, ignorant he enough say to say that it was just by happenstance. So yeah. that being said, man, I would love to meet Elon Musk. But, you know, thank God he's moving to Austin, Texas. He'll be in my city. <laughs> oh, um, awesome. And oh, actually, technically, he, he lives here now. So uh, I'm guessing at some point, maybe I'll meet that dude and be able yeah. to have some uh, God honoring conversations. But man, if one of the 
world's you know smartest people on the planet i guess the world's richest man comes to the faith uh, hopefully people will wake up a little bit man i, I remember mm. when kanye came to the faith so many people were like man okay kanye is kind of brilliant though why does he believe in god and mm. like people are starting to second guess their hardness of heart and, and it's been cool to see people come to the faith through guys like that man so i'm really excited to see how god uses uh this mission that we're on to bring people to the faith dude and like i think really comes down to people's eyes being open, man. Cause no matter what I do here at immersed, if people co- don't come to the faith, I mean, this wouldn't have really been a success. Cause that was really the Whoa. main point. Every job I've been at before, um, I, every, every job, but one, I've actually, uh, gotten in trouble for people asking me about God. Like I wouldn't even mm-hmm. push it upon people. They would just like, know I was a Christian. Then they'll ask questions. And then mm-hmm. like uh, a coworker would be a whistleblower and say, Hey, you're not supposed to talk about that work. And mm-hmm. <laughs> then, uh, my manager would pull me aside, be like, "Hey, Renji, yep. you know we're not going to talk about this at work." I'm like, "They asked me, bro. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and like, uh, you know, now at Immerse, I'm not gonna fire myself for sharing the gospel, bro. So, like, uh, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> yeah, man. So I'm excited about oh, uh, what, what God's gonna do here, bro. I, I might have to take that line and just write Renji Bajoy on the bottom of the debt. I, I, I'm not gonna fire myself for, <laughs> for, sharing, the for sharing the gospel. That was amazing, man. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I, that's why it's important <laughs> to have that freedom to build your yeah. own to do your to your own man so man thank you so much uh, renji for coming on to the show uh thank you for for your leadership for your inspiration uh like i said man many people will know about what you're doing and and what you're doing in this world and more so i i think that you're going to be in a position to impact uh so many um of the greats of our generation uh, Mm -hmm. in this world to christ and so man, i Mm -hmm. i I just want to keep encouraging you in that, man. Um, yeah, man. I'll keep Thanks shooting you. you some DMs and just check out, <laughs> check sure, up man. on you, For man, because sure. I, yeah. I love Reach what you're doing. Whenever. Absolutely, yeah. man. I'm gonna finish off with a quick uh, mad round, and then and then we're gonna we're gonna end off the show. If you could sit next to anyone living right now, not dead, so anyone living right now, you had an hour to speak with them. Who would that be? Elon Musk, bro. We sharing the gospel, baby. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh man. man. What's your morning routine looking like right now? Um, wake up. Um, yeah, I mean, start working out. Uh, for me, when it comes to reading scripture, I'm not necessarily like a morning person. For me, like the way I live life, I like I just I feel God's existence, and so mm. I'm usually in worship kind of throughout the day. But like, mm. um, usually around lunchtime is when I'll, I'll read a scripture or something. But uh, I know a lot of people are like, "Wait, you don't start your day with scripture?" I'm like. I mean, I ain't trying to be legalistic, bro, but, uh, <laughs> uh, for, for me, like, uh, and I think that people need to figure out their own routine, but for me, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, wake up, I mean, uh, work out, uh, from there, obviously like shower, get to work. Um, and, and we do work pretty long days. Like it's yeah. seven o'clock on a Friday and that's just, you know, that's just how our team operates. So we try to, uh, start working around, like yeah, we work out at maybe like, uh, 6am. Uh, mm-hmm. Work out for about an hour and a half, seven thirty. When That's roll around eight o'clock, we start work. Um, so usually like eight till um, probably like seven or eight o'clock. Uh, so eleven to twelve hours later, mm-hmm. we'll be done for the day. Um, and in the weekends, um, for me, Saturdays I'll do like a half day of work, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of because uh, a lot of people try to meet throughout the week, but my team honestly needs me during the week. Yep. And so on the Saturdays, I, I'll do another session like this kind of today, this afternoon. I did a lot of calls for external calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Saturdays, I'll do that in the mornings as well, and then. The rest of the, uh, the day, maybe work out, chill, spend time with my wife and, and spend time cool. with the community and stuff. Uh, on Tuesdays, though, uh, we kind of lead a, a Bible study uh, nice. in the evenings. And so um, and then Sunday church. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sunday Sunday is usually more of my rest, chill day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for me, like when it comes to chilling two, two days a weekend, it just feel, I don't know for me, I just feel maybe I'm just built different, bro. <laughs> I just don't feel like, <laughs> I, feel you, I don't feel like I, I need feel two days. That. Yeah. I, like I relate with God in regards to I need one day of rest, bro. Yeah. And then we'll keep moving. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, last question. What What's your most treasured possession and it can't be family? Treasure possession. It cannot be family. Yeah. Uh, could it be friends? Dang it. All right. Um, I mean, dude, like, I mean, again, it, can it be God? Is that too easy? That's um, that's so, too okay, easy. So, like, it doesn't have to be a thing either. <laughs> okay, it doesn't have okay. to be like a thing, but it's something yeah. that, that you hold dear to yourself. I think that's why I might change the quote. Well, something that you really hold dear to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think probably this might sound weird, but sort of the awareness that God's gifted me with, mm, meaning uh, he hasn't really allowed me to be ignorant or passive to things. Like mm. he's forced me to act on things meaning like that. uh so many situations bro like uh, there are times where i'm like man why can't i just be passive labor why do i always gotta like i always gotta like think about something i always gotta take sure. action on something like it. you know sometimes there are situations at the church where like people are having you know issues mm-hmm. i'm like man why can't i just like everyone else turn the other cheek bro or like not turn the other cheek but like like not deal with their situation that's yeah. their problem I gotta, I gotta worry about but for me it's like man i love these people i want to help them out and so mm-hmm. it's like uh, God's given me, I guess, sort of a a, a, a softness of heart. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but um, so, so and that's not something that I've come up with. Like God softened my heart over yeah. the years, man. So I'm thankful for that. He's given me a level of uh, awareness and and service to the to the people around me. Like even my team, for example. Like there was a season in our company where uh, we had to go six months without paychecks. This was like no- from November wow. 2019 to may 2020 that's recent that's like just over a year yeah, ago that's just, yeah. um, and uh oh. you know this is your you know three and a half years into the company uh or three years into the company uh i told the team hey you guys can go look for jobs because we ran out of money and seven out of seven of them at the time uh unanimously said no we're not going anywhere we're staying here because we so know this dope. is gonna be amazing. and i was like bro i was brought to tears dude that's so dope. Uh, and then they wow. stayed for six more months until we ended up uh wow. raising more funds man and so uh, something like God, like, even, even one of the guys on my team, he said that uh, he's not a believer, but he said, uh, I don't know what it is, but so there's something that's telling me I need to just follow you and whatever you're doing. Mm. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know, I know exactly what that is. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's not a Renji thing. That's, yeah. a, that's a gift from God. Yeah. Like he literally gave that to me and, and wow. he's asking me to steward that. Um, so honestly, yeah, that's, that's honestly one of the things like if we can't talk about God and friends and family, I'm talking about like, I, the, the thing I'm most thankful for probably is uh, that, that I treasure is uh, the fact that God has opened up my eyes and softened my heart to just be aware of the people and relationships around me, man. So That's amazing. Uh, thank you so much again, Renji, for, for coming on to Madcasters, man. I mean, you completely embody uh, what we talk about being the change in order for us to see the change in the world. And you've mm-hmm. you've created something that has that is going to literally uh, change the, the scope of how we continue to move forward in this world. But um, the reason why I wanted to talk more so about you and, and to understand your mindset and, and your heart behind it is just it's important for us to know the whys, to understand the the meanings behind what we see in a success. And so just being able to get to know you a little bit more in this re- regard and, and for our listeners to, to, to see, you know, um, who you are in this way. I think it's just really it's really appreciative and we're really happy to have you on. I appreciate you for having me, bro. I really Absolutely. enjoyed this. Awesome, man. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Madcasters. Please remember, do what you were called to bring into this world. Find a way to make a difference in your life and in someone else's life today. 
even if that's just one thing. Follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to leave a rating and review and become a Patreon supporter. Tune in next Thursday as we continue to grow and inspire because this is the launch pad for you to go mad. Go mad.